My name is Michael Markarian and my family business is a packaging company that serves top brands all over the world. There's no debate that some packaging is harming nature and polluting our cities and something needs to change. My goal is to show you that sustainable options exist and how you can implement them right now. This is the Sustainable Packaging Show. You are listening to the Sustainable Packaging Show Season 1. Keep an eye out for Season 2 coming soon. Now with today's show. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Sustainable Packaging Show. I'm your host, Mike Markarian, and I am very excited to be with you here today to be a part of this podcast. I mean, to bring this podcast to you, our mission, as a lot of you guys may or may not know if you've been following us, is to end greenwashing in sustainable packaging and restore the natural beauty of our earth, right? It's the most beautiful place, but we see it changing before our eyes, and if you don't like it, I ask that you do something about it, right? So join us on this journey. It's going to be quite a journey. It's going to be an amazing journey. We are going to collectively, without a shadow of a doubt, solve these problems together, and I just want you guys to feel hopeful. I want you to feel excited. There's some amazing things happening in sustainable packaging, and I want you to be aware of them. I want you to be educated. I want you to have the tools that you need to be successful if your mission also is to end greenwashing in sustainable packaging, or end greenwashing in, in, yeah, in sustainable packaging. So I want to start off by talking, let's define what is greenwashing? What does that term mean? Because I'm going to get you a formal definition, but when I think about greenwashing, I think about it as packaging, and, and greenwashing extends outside of just packaging, but it's, it's, it's being green or being sustainable, being eco for the sake of business, for the sake of, not even for the sake of business actually, for the sake of being deceptive to consumers, for the sake of making people think you're green when you're actually not. I was going to say for business, but frankly, I think the best thing you can do for your business today as far as packaging is to be sustainable, genuinely sustainable, because I think when you do that, you, um, you're going to gain a bigger market share. I think the market is changing to where consumers are demanding genuine sustainable packaging. That's what I see for the future where that really is, where that really is the norm, where you really... Um, if you don't have sustainable packaging that is truly sustainable and you're not able to communicate, hey, this is sustainable for these reasons. I'm not tinting plastic green and calling it sustainable, right? I'm not the consumers becoming more educated than that, guys. We got to we got to we should be stepping it up anyways for ethical reasons, but even for the purest business motive, the time for greenwashing is over. So Greenwashing is the process of conveying a false impression or providing misleading information about a company's products are more environmentally sound. So that's a great definition in Vestopedia. Greenwashing is considered an unsubstantiated claim to deceive consumers into believing that a company's products are environmentally friendly. That is a great definition. So think about it. Deceiving. When you're deceiving that's never a good thing, ladies and gentlemen. So we got to be genuinely sustainable. And how do we create genuinely sustainable packaging? Part of it, I think, part of it is brands 
Some people are deceptive, unfortunately, but other people, it's just hard. It's just confusing, and they want to do something, so they get talked into some option that might not be the best. So I want to give you guys a clear framework on how to think about sustainable packaging, and I call it the KISS method, K-I-S-S, keep it simple. So what's the KISS method to sustainable packaging? Well, there's more considerations, but these are the basics that I want you to think about. Whenever you have a product and you say, I want to be more sustainable, what's a thought process, a simple thought process to begin to think about how to go about um, picking the right environmentally sound package for your company? I hope my audio is good here, right? I've got this cool little... Cool little setup, all right? I hope this is better. So, K. The K sounds for the kind of packaging. Also, could be called the type of packaging, but we got to make it sound, and we got to fit it into KISS, so we're going to say the kind of packaging. I think it's helpful to start with what kind of packaging you want. I mean, you could start with a high-level discussion. Hey, I'm selling, you know, CBD honey sticks, or hey, I'm selling face wash. What options do you have? But I think it's better, uh, and, and, and that's that, that's totally fine. A lot of consumers come to Contempo like that. But I like it more for the sake of this method when you've narrowed it down to, hey, this is the general type of packaging that I'm interested in. And you could actually argue the opposite. You could say, I want something home compostable. Therefore, what do you have that is made from home compostable materials? And that might knock out certain things. You might say, oh, that bottle can't be home compostable because it's too thick. Let's go with more of a flexible packaging solution. But So there's there's caveats, but you got to make some decisions. So K, the kind of packaging. I, the ideology. So now you've decided I want a bottle for my face wash. What's your ideology? And there's five main paths or types of ideologies that people have around sustainable packaging. One is they want the packaging to be recycled. They want it to be recycled. Number two, they want it to be made from recycled content. Some percentage of the re- of the packaging comes from recycled content, which is extremely important because let me make the point. We recycle, we throw things in the blue bin and different recycling streams for the purpose. You know, that is not the end game. Just because you throw something in the blue bin, you're not saving the planet. That then needs to be turned into products that are made from recycled content. Does that make sense? So the whole blue bin thing doesn't mean anything if we're not making products from recycled content. The third path are more renewable packages. Renewable, that are compostable, um, that biodegrade. I like to say compostable because everything biodegrades, right? Everything in the world biodegrades. So to say something's biodegradable can be a little misleading, but compostable, home or industrial compostable packaging, but the renewable stuff, it comes from the earth and it can be replenished endlessly based on the beauty of the earth, right? Versus um, packaging that has more of a finite supply. It's not renewable. It can't you know, go forever. That's really what the word sustainable means. It means it can sustain, right? It can endure time. It can sustain us. It can exist over, you know, infinitely if if, if we take good care of the earth. Um, so that's the renewable compostable path. The fourth path is reusable. You might say, look, my mindset is I don't want to uh, 
I don't want to keep using packaging over and over again or using new packages. Can we find a way to make at least part of the package or the entire package reusable? And that's where you know people come up with ideas like pod systems, and we're working on all sorts of interesting ideas in that in that uh, area. So reusable. You got a question about um, how sterile things are, especially in today's world. So reusable might need some reinventing. That's why I, I like the pod system better than. Um, I mean, there's, if you sterilize properly, you're probably fine, but uh, I think consumers might not like that today. That's just my humble opinion. And number five are degradable additives. Additives you can put into a plastic to make it break down faster. Now, people say, oh, I don't like that because of microplastics. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, there's cases where it makes sense and cases where it doesn't. And you need to um, understand the difference. Why and when would it make sense versus when would it not? I think, as a quick example, you talk about packaging that's definitely going to a landfill and that's not recyclable. I think there's a good argument to be made. Let's have it break down faster. Let's have it take up less space in a landfill. Um, you know, packaging that could be recycled. Um, does it affect the recyclability? Maybe the company selling the product says it doesn't, and research might say otherwise. But Frankly, there's a variety of these materials, and certain ones are exceptional. I can honestly say they do a great job, and other ones are, you know, not so good. So you gotta you gotta know what you're doing there. It's a you gotta really know what you're doing if you don't want to greenwash and you don't want to you know harm the planet. So those are the five ideologies, right? So you get the kind, you want a bottle, you get your ideology. Do you want a reusable bottle? Do you want a recyclable bottle? Do you want the bottle made from recycled content? Do you want it to be made renewable? Right? Do you want that to be renewable? Do you want it out of uh, uh, um, some sort of PLA, right? Coming from corn or coming from hemp, right? PLA. Or do you want to use degradable additives to make it break down faster? So, what's your ideology? And think about it. You know, what makes sense? Think through, okay, does this really make sense? Whatever I'm doing in my, you know, personal environment or situation where I'm selling the product, this is going to be sold in India. Okay, and what's their what's their infrastructure look like in India? This was a great conversation I had with a client where I was saying like, or they actually brought up the point. I give them the credit. They said very much much of the decisions that we make around sustainable packaging is based on the infrastructure in the location that we're selling the product. I mean, we could have the greatest product. The consumers could be all excited and want sustainability and be the most faithful and and best stewards of the earth possible if the infrastructure doesn't exist there, if there's no recycling there, if there's no composting plants there, if there's no room for home composting or, you know, then what are we going to do? So that's the kind of thinking where you're really thinking it through. I call it 360 degree thinking, You're thinking all angles, I think is really important. So that's the K, the I is the ideology, the S, the first of the two S's, the substrate, the base material, what is it? So once you have the ideology, you got to make a decision. I want reusable. Okay, do you want reusable? Do you want it glass? Do you want it plastic? Do you want it tin? What's the base material in your packaging company? A company like Contempo can say, under recyclable, here are the materials that will work for bottles. Under renewable, here are the materials that will work for bottles. Under reusable, here are the materials that will work for bottles. Um, so that's the substrate, the, the base material. And I think about substrate, I think it's appropriate for all packaging. You know, we typically have a, a we had a printing um, and branding background in the fashion world. 
um, and other markets too, but just working with big brands. So I always think about substrate. I, I think that's the appropriate term across the board. And the last S, the second S is the story. What is your sustainability story? Um, I think it's very important and I put the responsibility on the brands to communicate why the packaging is genuinely sustainable. I think what happens in even in companies like Contempo, I never want to point fingers on this show. I'm just saying it like it is and I'll even give an example of our company. We'll work with the brand. They want more sustainable packaging. And we have all these amazing conference calls, these meetings, these developments for months and months. And and I sometimes ask myself, we're all excited about this. We know this is genuinely sustainable. Does the consumer have any clue? I mean, maybe they look at the label, but how do we message to the consumer not only what it is, but also educate them on why it's not greenwashing? So that's the sustainability story. It's where the materials are made, um, what makes it sustainable, um, you know, what it's made out of, more importantly than what it's made, in my opinion, or where it's made, um, in my opinion. My thought on that, where it's made, I think that's a secondary concern. Some people say, oh, I need it to be made. I want the PLA to come from this location, which is near my plant. I think we're in a position right now, this is my opinion. I know a lot of people don't agree with this. But we got to figure out how to solve the puzzle. Like, how do we figure out the the answers? How do we figure out how to be genuinely sustainable in the packages themselves? And then once we figure out the puzzle, then it's our job to slowly move the infrastructure closer to the locations where the packaging is going to be produced. It's like, to give you um, an example, it's like... Um, you have you need some medicine you need a special medicine for a certain condition and you'll be fine well you can take the right medicine that's going to solve the problem but that medicine happens to be from india or we'll talk about us that medicine's from india okay so you can take the indian medicine that's going to solve your problem or you can use the medicine based in the united states this almost sounds like I'm being against the United States. I love the United States, all right? I'm using an analogy. You can use the United States medicine that might not actually solve your problem. So my mindset is use the India medicine even though it's farther away because it actually solves your problem, right? Versus the United States. And over time, let's improve the United States medicine. But I'd rather have the real solution that's actually going to be good, actually going to work, actually going to be a result then settle for something that might not be as good. But ultimately, we want the best thing close to us, but I'd rather have the real problem solved, even if it's further away. So the same mindset as it comes to sustainable packaging. Right now, we're so early in this market. Let's be less um, adverse to alternative locations where the solution may come from. You know, let's make packaging out of hemp. Okay, great. We're all excited. Um, it makes sense for these reasons. Yep, it's not greenwashing. Yep, okay, this, th wow, this, sound, this sounds really great. Um, well, the hemp mill is based in Spain. Oh my gosh, it's based in Spain. That's so horrible because the carbon footprint to bring the paper over here and then you need to produce the packaging. And oh my gosh, uh, 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 that's, that sounds horrible. Let's just keep the status quo. All right, well, like, what, what do you, I think you're getting too caught up in this. This is me speaking very honestly, right? I wouldn't 
actually say this, but maybe I should sometimes. You're getting too caught up in this location thing, right? Within two years or five years, if this thing's working, there's going to be plants all over in your backyard to make the packaging. But let's get the ball rolling. Let's get the ball moving. Let's get genuinely sustainable packaging. Because if you just think that way, nothing's going to happen. The changes aren't going to happen. So my belief, it's a process. It's figure out the winning solution. And then once the winning solution's there and there's not litter and garbage all over the place and we've figured fixed our recycling systems and we've understood home composting and you know the puzzle is there then let's say hmm let's improve efficiency let's improve efficiency let's bring this mill closer to this location to improve efficiency and reduce the carbon and that's that's the way to do it ladies and gentlemen i mean it's interesting we're having a big company training today for our cannabis division we're, we're a, i would say one of or a top just frankly speaking uh cannabis packaging company we got in the market a number of years ago uh contempo specialty packaging and we've had we've done a great job there creating beautiful packaging child resistant packaging sustainable packaging and we're doing a training and and the training now is about making our business more efficient, putting tools in place to make things more efficient, to make things run better, to make things operate better. But in the beginning, in the very beginning, it was like, all right, we're from the fashion world. We think cannabis brands want to build you know, brands and they need great packaging, but do they really? And does anyone know us? And does anyone trust us? And do we have a brand in the market? And do we have the right products? It's just it's just figure it out, make it work. Okay, so I got to, you know, let's go to these trade shows. And let's meet with these customers and let's see what they need. And let's, uh, let's, let's get our engineering teams involved and our manufacturers involved. And let's have late night calls. And let's have early morning calls. And let's have, you know, 20. It's just working hard to figure it out. And then you start to figure it out and you start to, wow, okay, that, that customer like what we're doing. And then you start to get some orders and the business starts to grow. And then you start, okay, let's layer this. Okay, if we did that, that would be better. And okay, that guy didn't like that. So let's stop doing that. Let's start doing this. And then, and now you got a real business. And then you're in this stage of saying, how do I make it more efficient? How do I make it more effective? How do I operate better? And that's really... Um, kind of where we're at right now and where I think I think you can use the same analogy for sustainable packaging we're in that stage where we're trying to figure it out we have not figured out together how to not greenwash we haven't figured out together how to have consumers know what the heck to do with the package when it's done we haven't figured out together how to not have contamination right so that's that's how I see it um, and it's a little bit of a tangent there, but that's really how I see it. We got to figure out the puzzle, figure it out, and then bring the supply chain closer in the infrastructure. Don't get too caught up on that now, otherwise you're going to settle for lukewarm solutions. You're going to settle for lesser than solutions. You're going to settle for not the best, not the optimum, not the best for the environment, because you're too focused on location too early. Okay, figure out the winning formula. The next two years is figuring out the winning formula. Then let's bring it closer to us once we figure it out. And frankly, maybe certain solutions are only going to be available in certain countries. Maybe there's certain raw materials that are more plentiful. I mean, I was looking at packaging made from 
extracting um, extracting uh, it was like uh, shellfish the shell of a shellfish there was it was like a startup competition that uh, someone created a plastic from the 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 shell of a shellfish so good is that practical I don't know if that's practical in the grand scheme of things but I think there may be examples of sustainable packaging where the supply is um, is like location specific so you gotta you gotta think about what is actually good for the planet and if you don't go with this option always answer the question what's my alternative always answer that question because often your alternative will be doing nothing and that is not acceptable in my mind so kiss remember it the kind the ideology the substrate and the story that's the kiss method and have a great day today you're gonna have a great day today and thank you for listening to the sustainable packaging show if you're looking for sustainable packaging that's actually good for the planet we have sustainable options for just about every packaging product Email Mike M at contemplopackaging.com and let's talk. Have a phenomenal day.